The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss elevating product design through customer empathy. Joining us is Mattia Santin, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Hotjar, which enables product teams to have empathy with their end users and deliver value by making the right product improvements fast. Hotjar's product experience insight software is used on more than 1.1 million websites, and its unique mix of quantitative and qualitative data is driving product decisions in over 180 countries. Yesterday, Mattia and I talked about maximizing customer empathy with product design. And today we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about utilizing analytics to understand customer feedback. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Mattia Santin, the Chief Marketing Officer at Hotjar. Mattia, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me, Benjamin. Excited to have you back on the show and to continue our conversation where yesterday we talked about tools like Hotjar, your company, where you can do everything from understand a heat map, watch user sessions, really get deep quantitative feedback on what's happening behind the curtain of your website. And my takeaway from our conversation yesterday was there is a use for quantitative and qualitative data mixed together. And you're great at giving that qualitative data to help people understand how their users or prospects are actually interacting with their digital properties. Talk to me a little bit more about utilizing analytics to understand feedback from your customers. How can you take both the qualitative and the quantitative side to make sense of what your customers are telling you? So just taking from yesterday's point, it is a combination of qualitative data and quantitative. As you mentioned, there's also a third element, which is as a marketer, it is about having that creative element in it as well. So data can only give you so far. The talent element, people element obviously comes in into creating either a marketing campaign or product. That's obviously the third element in the trifecta. So what I'm hearing from you is it's not just what and why, it's what, why, and do. Right. You have to be able to understand, well, users are interacting with the website and they're selecting this portion of our product offering. Now, why is that happen? OK, let's look at some customer journeys and get some customer feedback. And then how do you interpret that feedback to figure out how you want to adjust your offering to make sure you're maximizing value and utility? So talk to me about going from the process of observing an interaction to understanding an interaction to fixing it. It's basically 
if you only have the quantitative element and you jump straight into the do, I think the leap of faith, the assumption you have to make are just too great. You rely obviously on your experience and the numbers that you see, potentially historical data behind it, but you go straight into action, missing really the key component of the customer insights. Now, if you have the combination of quantitative and qualitative data, then the risk of making mistakes in your execution lowers down. And then, as I mentioned yesterday, within the qualitative element, the key there is about making it really part of your daily or your everyday work. If you only look at qualitative data in regular way or in, you know, in a cadence that is too far apart, that data will not be significant or you're not being fast enough in making adjustments, right? So the element for us, at least that works for me in the past as a marketer, but also at Hardjar, is to have that data element, both quantitative and qualitative, ingrained into your work and implementing immediately in testing action, almost having a side parallel test stream based on this data and adjust it based on the insights you're receiving. So obviously in, um, aligned with uh, more longer term planning, both in marketing campaigns or in uh, product design. So you've worked with some world-class companies that were notoriously data-driven. I'll speak specifically to Uber. Talk to me about some of the examples that you've seen from your history where there was a process for a company to be able to leverage quantitative, but also the quantitative data to understand and maximize their product. In a lot of companies that I've worked in, this was basically the mistake that I've seen done often, right? So a focus on quantitative but a lack of ongoing focus on qualitative. So qualitative data was, as I mentioned, more implemented before a big spending campaign, for example, right? So ahead of a big marketing push, they felt necessity to invest in qualitative data in market research because of the allocation of multi-million dollar campaign. And obviously that makes perfect sense. What I've seen lacking is again, this desire to look at qualitative data on an ongoing basis not realizing obviously that data does change over time. So if you look at that data on a six month basis or a yearly basis, the insights will not be as easy to understand as if you would look at it on a regular basis. So I'll see that is the biggest thing that I've seen Obviously, now that I'm a hot star, the beauty of having access to this data on a regular basis, right? Obviously, easy for me to say now, but I would say that's the biggest thing that I've seen in previous companies is being so in love with quantitative data and fall in love with, okay, I have it now, let's go into decisions without adding that qualitative element to it and really trying to ask yourself the why certain things happen. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. 
A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So last question I have for you, if you were designing the perfect toolkit for a company, let's say that it's at least a growth stage company, somebody with some budget, what are the tools that you would put together to understand the qualitative, quantitative, and then make the connection to your product? I would say it's a combination. Obviously, Hotjar will be in my toolkit. You're biased. I'm biased for sure. <laughs> There's obviously a sea of tools out there. And I'm obviously a big fan of a number of different analytics tools, either being the, from the starting of uh, GA to chart mogul tools, obviously, on product analytics. Obviously, a big fan of Hotjar and some of the integration that we have, either being Hotspot and also uh, Shopify and a few, other, a few other tools out there. There will be a number of tools. I think that my underlying takeaway here is that it's wonderful to have quantitative data. It's wonderful to have qualitative data. You need to be able to merge the tool. And often, as we discuss MarTech, it is not just about having these disparate data sources. It's about being able to take data from one system, analyze it, make some conclusions, and then feed that conclusion or that data to make the next interaction happen. That fundamentally is the most important part of MarTech. It's why most people think that MarTech is basically marketing ops. How do I get my data from Marketo to HubSpot? How do I get my HubSpot data to my DSP so I can serve programmatic ads? There's always this connection of, well, I've got qualitative data that gives me this feedback, basically an understanding of the what. How do I then take that data and feed it to a quantitative data system like a hot jar? And then how do I export it out to be able to make product changes? And the integration part is almost as important as understanding what's happening and why. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Mattia Santin, the Chief Marketing Officer at Hotjar. If you'd like to get in touch with Mattia, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Mattia Santin. That's M-A-T-T-I-A-S-A-N-T-I-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is hotjar.com. And if you're interested, we also have a link to the Hot Sauce event, Hotjar's first ever flagship event, which is happening in New York City on November 2nd and 3rd. That link is on our show show notes and our webpage on martechpod.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.